what we do here is go back, 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 back. Hey, I'm sorry I didn't see you there. I was too busy blocking out the haters. Welcome back to another edition of the Raider Take Podcast. I am Micah McDonald. With me, as always, is Andy McDonald. And we fucking did it. We did it. And we were very, you know, instrumental in this win. So I'm going to say we. But Mm -hmm. the Raiders won. Beat the Chargers in the most Raiders way possible. Uh, We've talked about it before that, of course, this season had to come down to this. Of course, this game had to come down to the way that it came down to. We will obviously touch on that uh, in a second. But before we get to that, how's your Tuesday? How's your victory Monday? How, how you doing? Where are you? I'm man, I'm feeling great. And it is we. We are a part of this. So I would actually like to clap it up for the Raiders and also clap it up for we. So cool. We did do it. And um I I have so many thoughts, so many feelings and don't even feel like it's reality at this point. But yeah, we're going to recap recap the game for you guys. If you were under a rock or in a coma, the Raiders did win, beat the Chargers, punched their ticket into the playoffs. So we'll recap that, and then um, we'll close it out with just a little bit of a playoff picture, what the matchups look like going into wildcard weekend. So I'm feeling – I guess I'm feeling just fortunate, fortunate to be here that we're just avoiding – We've been avoiding the soggy sorrows, the terrible Monday loss or after a loss, you know, over the last four weeks because we kind of had to win out um, to even be at this point. Um, so, yeah, I'm feeling just fortunate that we're here. So um, let's get to it. So why don't you start off with what was your experience like um, during that just insane game that we witnessed on a, on Sunday night? Man, it was quite the wild ride. You know, as the game was going on, it was feeling good. Things were going good in the game. The offense was driving. Uh, you know, the run game was kind of getting going. Uh, we were starting, we were seeing things kind of click. The defense was playing well, and it felt good, right? Felt really good. And then the fourth quarter started, right? Um, and then, you know, obviously, I'm I'm skipping ahead because let's be realistic. The game was great. Um, we played well. There's a lot of things that we can touch on um, between the first, the start of the first quarter and two minutes into the fourth quarter, or, you know, up to two minutes in the fourth quarter. But this game, this game was all about the two-minute warning in the fourth quarter until it ended. Plain and simple, right? So at that point, um, I, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start out by saying, "Fuck you, Shelby," uh, because. The game was going great up until you texted me uh, at the two-minute warning saying, I can't believe the Raiders are going to actually do it. And he continued to text me. (laughs) He he continued to text me saying it was was actually right when, I forget who it was, but he had the catch on the sideline, I think on a fourth down, a third down or fourth down, and the knee barely got down before he went out of bounds. They called him out, incomplete, and they challenged it, got the challenge. Anyway, Shelby was like, no chance to overturn this, you know, all this stuff. And then I'm like, don't jinx me right now, please. And then things started to unfold from there. Between 
the two-minute warning in the fourth quarter to the end of the game, um, the Chargers completed six fourth down attempts. So that just kind of puts it into perspective on how many times we could have won the game. <laughs> uh, and I, I think like four of those attempts were at the towards the end of the fourth quarter, you know, before overtime. So uh, it was a roller coaster of emotions. I'm sitting there, and you know, my wife is is like, "Oh, that's great. They're up. They're up." what is that 14 points? I'm like, yeah, 14 points, but you know, they just, there's still some time left and we got to, you know, kind of pull it out here still. And I'm sitting there just like clenching my fists, like, come on, you guys got to pull this out. Like they go down and score. Right. And I'm like, okay, well shit, we're still up a touchdown though. So that's, that's okay. Then they get the ball back and they're driving down. And I swear from the point that it was like 45 seconds left in the game, to the point that they go down and score with zero seconds left on the clock felt like 10 hours probably. And it just felt like, all right, well, they're still, they still got to go a long ways. Let's get a stop. Didn't get a stop. Kept going on fourth down. So they end up scoring. Right. And I'm just stressed the fuck out. And at that point, as they're going into overtime, I just texted Shelby and said, please stop texting me right now. Like, I can't, I can't do this. Like stop talking to me. Please stop talking to me your drinks and every little thing, right? So they go into overtime and, you know, overtime's so stressful because you're like, we got the ball, right? Let's go down. Let's get a score or whatnot. But every single play that happens in overtime, you're just like, fuck, this could be it. This could be the end of it. And as soon as it went into overtime, the announcers didn't stop talking about how um, a tie would end in both teams, uh, you know, going to the playoffs and like, how, is that going to happen? are both teams going to just agree to go into a tie? And so things are going back and forth. You know, we go kick a field goal. They go down, kick a field goal. Four minutes left. We got the ball back. We're driving down. And I will give it up to Josh Jacobs because he was he was lights out. And, and over time, uh, I think he had like 65 or 69 yards of his 132 total yards. So damn near half of what he put up in that game was in overtime. And – he ended up closing it out for us with a big run. And there was a point where, and a lot of videos kind of surfaced after the game and whatnot, but there was a point that I think it was third and four, third and three, something like that, 38 seconds left, third down, clock was running. They called a timeout, right? And by all accounts, it looked like the Raiders were just kind of like letting the clock run. Maybe they were going to kneel it, let the clock run out, end in a tie. Call timeout, Jacobs runs it, gets 10 yards, we kick a field goal and win, right? Fantastic. But I couldn't have, like, imagined that game turning out that way. And really, everything that happened along the way was, like, more insane than a storybook, you know, ending could have, you know, put together. Because it was just so much back and forth, so much range of emotion, so many crazy things going on that, as awesome as it was, it was it was so stressful to watch, so crazy to watch. And there were points where I was like pissed off, punching the bed. There were parts where I was like shaking my fist as hard as I could, but like not trying to like shake the whole room. <laughs> um, and it was, man, it feels good. It feels really good to be in the playoffs right now. It feels really good to have made it in, to have knocked the Chargers out, uh, to be going into this game playing the Bengals and not the Chiefs. I don't know. I, I mean, that was that was a lot of rambling on, and I was just, you know, more just trying to go through what was going on in my head at that time. But the Raiders, man, they 
they played a, a relatively sound game. We didn't see a whole lot of penalties from us. I think there was a, a point in halfway through the fourth quarter uh, where they had like seven or eight penalties. We only had like three, which is like, holy shit. <laughs> that was very good on our end. So I don't know. They just, they did enough to, you know, pull it out. It was kind of right up there with like you were talking about the Broncos game where it was kind of an all around team team win. Like you called it in our prediction Carlson with the game winner, uh, you know, our defense, even looking at the, at the box score, you look at it and it's like, it looks like our defense didn't do that good. Right. 32 points. Uh, Herbert threw for almost 400 yards. He had 34 completions. Good stat, right? He threw the ball 64 times. <laughs> so he had barely over a 50% completion, which shows you right there, like how well the cornerbacks were covering all in all. I thought it was a great team win that, I, I kind of wish would have been less stressful, but a win is a win is a win is a win. We've talked about it, you know, for the last six weeks straight. So we're on to Cincinnati, and, and, and I'm so happy that we can say that. Yeah, I don't think there's really an accurate way to sum up the game because everyone kind of experienced it differently, even if you weren't a Raiders, Chargers, or Steelers fan. So just to step back for a second, going into the game, um, like we had talked about, with the playoff machine and the certain situations that had to happen. It was, um, we needed the, the Ravens to beat the Steelers and then the Jaguars to beat the Colts. And so we joked like any given Sunday Jaguars could beat the Colts. And we were like laughing about it. Cause that was the least realistic one. Um, they ended up pounding the Colts and the, the Ravens who are probably evenly matched, if not a better team than the Steelers ended up losing to the Steelers in overtime. Um, so we're like, come on. Like once we saw the Colts win, we're like, perfect. Let's just have the Ravens close us out. Nope, they didn't. So going into it, the whole, you know, the commentators, you know, I do like Al Michaels and Collinsworth, right. Um, But they just beat that situation into, into the ground about potentially the Raiders and Chargers agreeing to a tie, because that would be the only way that the Steelers would get knocked out and both teams would get in. So um, it became reality once you got into overtime, like you're talking about when to where, both teams could just sit on the ball and say, Hey, we're just going to go to the playoffs. But if we tied, we would have had to play the chiefs and and winning obviously kicked the chargers out and got us playing the Bengals. So it was an experience. Um, it, it was probably the the craziest game I've ever seen before um, with the, the game itself. And also just what was on the line, you know, with the fact that it was three teams playoff destinies at stake essentially. So um, including the, the Steelers. So, I guess I'll share my experience going into it is I, I got sick, like during the middle of Sunday, for some reason, I like got this stomach bug. I felt like nauseous. I was like, I could only like lay down or else I was just like really dizzy. So going into it, I didn't have my, my fandomonium energy that I usually do. Coupled with that is, you know, we're, the, the, the group was sending the vibe. So we had this group chat going of, of Raider fans and, and everyone's just sending positive vibes, which is great. But everyone was like, also, you know, hey, here's a shot. Cheers. Let's go Raiders. And every time I watched the video, I would like gag because I'm just like laying on the couch trying, you know, trying to keep, you know, keep my sanity here. So there was that. The game starts. And I mean, we kind of got every break that we could. You know, it's like they had they fumbled on the punt early on. We only got a field goal out of it. They went for it on their own 18, fourth down only got a field goal out of that. So we were kind of leaving some points on the board, which I'm like, man, we never catch breaks and we're finally catching breaks and, and we're not taking advantage of it. So, and, and coupled with that, the, 
Chargers actually got hot towards, you know, closing out the second half, which we were fortunate to get that insane pass interference towards the end of the, the end of the first half with Zay Jones runs a post and Carr throws the corner out, but he gets pass interference, but the ball was like 25 yards away from him. And they're like, yep, he's in the end zone penalty on the goal line. We get the ball. We're like, great. And we punched it in. So we were pretty fortunate to go into the, go into the half that way. So, um, but you just felt like Raiders were getting all the breaks, but not really, you know, putting their foot on the throats of the chargers. So I was feeling a little negative there, but the defense really showed out. Crosby dominated, man. He Storm Norton, great name, terrible performance. You were outmatched, my friend. Really, I would expect more of you, Storm, um, than that. But Crosby, he's the condor. He just worked him constantly. And yeah, I thought, you know, like you said about the attempts, Herbert had a lot of attempts. Defense played really well. Um, and and he fit some balls in that were pretty, pretty extreme, but really good coverage overall. Car missed some throws that were important that I think if we would have lost the game, we would have looked back and said, hey, you know, make make some of those plays. It might be a different game. But, but yeah, it was, it was 29-14. We're up 15, and it was fourth and 21 with, like, two and a half, three minutes left. And I was, like, I'm sitting there, and um, Allie, my wife, was. we watched the whole game together, and, and we're like, great, this is it. And it was just a piss missile, a 30-yard piss missile right in between our defense touchdown. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, here we go. Raiders go three and out. Car fumbles um, on that third down. Thank goodness we recovered it. Kick it, you know, kick it to them. They end up converting it. And and as they're going down to score in the fourth, sorry, I'm in the fourth quarter now, but as they're going down, I'm like the whole time, I'm like, they're going to go for two if they score. They're just going to, they're just going to ride on this, on this high. They, they go for fourth downs. I mean, they had to at that point, but like the going for it early on in the game, in the, in on the 18 yard line. I'm like, they're that kind of team where Brandon Staley, he's just aggressive and he likes to do it. I'm like, he's going to go for two and we're going to be screwed, man, if they score. So of course they score with a couple seconds left and they kick the extra point. I was like, Holy smokes. But I was just like laughing the whole time because that's the part of grief that, that you experience is, is you're like, I don't know how we're here in general playing for our playoff hopes. I don't know how we're up 14 and then things start to, or up 15 things start to unravel and you just like, here we go, here we go. But it was, it was just crazy, man. It was just, I mean, Herbert, he deal, he, he hats off to him because he had a freaking fantastic game and yeah, he threw the ball a lot, but he kind of had to, they're playing from behind. They converted those, those four downs and in the fourth quarter and over time, like we were fortunate that they settled for a field goal. And so we get the ball, we kick a field goal, they get the ball, they kick a field goal. So next point scores, our next score wins. So yeah, when we get down there, it was, I think Basaccia said it in the post-game interview, he was comfortable with, you know, Hey, we're going to run the ball. We're going to basically say this is the last possession of the game. And if we're in field goal range, we'll, we'll kick a field goal. But Jacobs busts that huge run, gets us in Daniel Carlson. I mean, I, I was just kind of like half joking when I predicted Carlson to kick game winners. That's just how our games were going. And yeah, you nailed it on the score and I nailed it on the Carlson um, game winner. So that's why it's a wee victory here. So it was just, I had no words. Like I, I also didn't have a lot of energy because I felt like I was dying during the day, but it was just one of those things. I was just like, I don't know how we still have this, you know, this magic going, but we're going to ride it out. And it was the best game I've ever seen. Probably best game I've ever witnessed on TV. There've been some awesome games in person and in person, just a different experience, but we're in, we're in the tourney and it's, 
just great that we can just keep talking Raiders with one more game to preview. We're not talking about the offseason. We're not being ho-hum and predicting who's going to win the Super Bowl. We're just going to be like, we're on to Cincinnati, man. We're going to preview that game here um, later on the week. But I just don't think there's a way you can – anyone would have the same experience because the game was just so insane with like just diff- the way that things fell different. Like, uh, like you said, that, that tough catch on the sidelines where his knee barely gets down or the insane PI call or Herbert throws a missile into the deep. Like we had four deep, we had four deep and it was fourth and 21 and, and he throws a 30 yard pass right in the end zone. It was like, okay. So the, the game was just, insane man it was insane and it's one of those you kind of had to be there you kind of had to watch it but I felt like I, I think I texted I felt like I watched four full games it felt like four full games of, of action and madness and different things it was just it was crazy and what was hilarious because the whole tie thing with if the Raiders and Chargers tied the Steelers were out there were a couple Steelers fans that were at the game and you saw live one of the guys was like can someone just score he was like wearing a Steelers, out, he was sure. Steelers jersey and he's just like can someone just score it was just I've never seen anything like it but somehow somehow we're here and it's you know hats off to the Raiders Passaccia and in, in those I mean really a lot of time management situations where he had to be in control, which he's an interim coach. He's not really experienced in making those decisions. So hats off to them. And Raider Nation showed out too. A lot of loud, you know, a lot of loud crowd noise, a lot of, a lot of folks getting into it, but I think everyone's, you know, butts kind of puckered a little bit once we started getting towards the end, but I don't know. It's kind of like you just slip out the door after a big bar fight. You're just like, I'm just thankful to be outside. I made it, you know, Holy smokes. So that's kind of how I feel. And I mean, not being negative, but it's like they were talking about like, hey, potentially if the Raiders win, this is what the playoff picture would look like if the Chargers win, whatever. And then they rolled out the matchups before the game was over. And, you know, once the Raiders won, they got the earliest game possible after they played seven total quarters, you know, or not seven, five total quarters, 70 minutes felt like four games and they're like, and by the way, you are going to catch the first flight out of Las Vegas to Cincinnati on Friday because you play Saturday. It's like excellent, but you know, beggars can't be choosers. Um, so we're in, we're in the tourney and, and man, what a ride. I mean, I think we are jokingly talking about it throughout the year, but there, I, there will be a documentary about this year. There will be a 30 for 30 mark my words. I can't patent it because they already patented it, ESPN 30 for 30, but we'll have a rare take podcast 30 for 30 about us experiencing this season. So what a ride, what a ride it's been. I'm just, just holding on. It's kind of like, you know, you're at a wedding and it's like, all right, this is the last song. And they just keep playing that last song. You know, they just keep playing another one. You're like, yeah, let's run shout again. You know, let's just do it. It just feels like we get one more song constantly. And this has just never been the Raiders, the Raiders way. And, I'm like, well, the last game I last playoff game I watched was in 2016, which was five years ago. The one before that was 2002. You know, I was 10 years old. We watched it at Mel Dreamy's house and we lost to the Buccaneers. We got ship pumped. So those have been the, the only two, like, not only two, the last two playoff games we've experienced. And I was 10, you were 11, and, and then it was five years ago. So that's, that's why I just don't think we have any words to express how we're here. So 
yeah, what a ride it's been. And I, I don't even know how we're going to preview the game later on in the week because I just don't – I don't even know what could happen. But we'll see. Raider Nation, we're still in it. We're still standing. So we just party on. <laughs> Absolutely. Party on, Garth. After the game, I was thinking that I think the closest that I've been to that type of stressfulness at the end of a game was uh, the Chiefs game on Thursday night. Um, I think it was 2016 where there was three pass interference calls in the end zone. We got three different shots or there was pass interference on, on the defense to put us down on the, like the one yard line pass interference on Michael Crabtree uh, that set us back another pass interference that got us one more play. And then Crabtree got the touchdown to win it. So I think that's probably the closest that I personally have been to that type of up and down. That is so funny. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I, after the game ended, I, I looked at Allie and I said that the closest experience I've ever had to that was against the chiefs um, in that same game. So we are aligned there because that's, yes. that's the only thing I could recall of the madness of like what's happening. How is it still going? But yeah. Let's touch on a, a couple of different things that happened in the game because there were so many little wonky things that happened in the game. Like you kind of mentioned, and it made me think of a few Jalen Richard third and 23. That play, they were, you know, the the announcers were talking about there. You know, they're like, you know, barring some type of crazy play, like, or you know, the Raiders are gonna have to punt on this down. They get Richard goes down. They do a little draw to him. Andre James, hell of a block. He gets down. James on James crime gets down on uh, Derwin James makes a block. They actually called him short. Um, really screwed him on the on the spot on that. They challenge it. He gets the first down. Uh, like we talked about all the fourth downs that happened, the fourth and 21, like you mentioned, the one on the sideline where his knee barely hit out. There was one where they had a catch on the sideline again, where dude's hand just barely hit out of bounds right before his second foot touchdown. There was just so many plays in this. It it was almost one of those things that it was like, we're going to foreshadow for you that this game is going to end crazy and ridiculous. So just be ready now. Herbert gets hit, throws it straight into the ground. It's ruled a fumble. He picks it back up and runs 15 yards for the first down. It ends up getting reviewed and, and you know, ruled as a, a forward pass. But, like, you know, the rule is, like, only the person who fumbles it can, like, pick it up and advance it. And that's exactly what happened. So it looked like the Raiders were about to get screwed out of some, you know, fantastic. I think it was you know, second and long. Uh, Crosby comes around the back end and, and, you know, forces a fumble out of it, but it was just unbelievable. The amount of plays that were just had you up and down going crazy the whole time. And just, man, the blood pressure, the blood pressure reached an all time high. I'm sure didn't have a monitor on, but I'm sure it reached an all time high. Well, and that's, that's like, that's why it's hard to explain because those plays that you mentioned were insane, but seemed like normal plays in the game. Um, Here's speaking of blood pressure, this, I mean, kind of, but there's this win probability thing on ESPN where it monitors the game based on the situation and says, okay, the Raiders have this percentage chance to win and vice versa. So um, the Raiders had, it was a 98.8% chance of winning in the fourth quarter when they were, when the Chargers were up or down 15. And then it moves into, overtime after all the craziness like we talked about then the chargers had a 
um, let's see here, about an 89% chance of winning after um, the Raiders had to settle for a field goal. And then the Chargers had a 89% chance again as they're driving down to um, after we punted to them, whatever. Um, and then they, as they're driving down to go score and, and win the game. So it went from Raiders are 98% certain going to win in the fourth quarter chargers, 90% basically in, in overtime twice. And then the Raiders end up winning. So it was just that kind of game. It was, I don't have any additional words for it because it was just madness, but just win baby. That's it. Just win baby. And I think that one thing that helped, us and Raider Nation as a whole is that we've been battle tested for situations like this. We've been battle tested where the Raiders have blown leads towards the end of the game, right? And you've you've had that up and down experience. So not to say it wasn't, you know, probably about as stressful as it could be, um, you know, but I think that because we've been fans of this organi- organization for so long, we're ready. We were ready for this situation. We were ready to tried to at least on the outside surface kind of keep it calm cool and collected and not get too mad until we needed to so yeah and we're just kind of like you know just an abused puppy that's in the shelter that's not used to love we're not used to being on the right side of these things and you know i'm sure the same thing with you like people have texted me and been like dude how you feeling oh my gosh can't believe you're i'm like i don't know i'm not used to this kind of loving um or this optimism so we're here um, and that's it. We're in, we're in the tourney We're we've got Cincinnati coming up. Um, we'll preview a little bit of what the playoff picture is looking like, um, to close everything out. But before we do, um, Micah, tell us what this episode, who this episode is brought to you, us, everyone by. Absolutely. This episode is brought to you by DraftKings. The NFL playoffs are here and DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win $280 in free bets if your team is victorious. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have something to play for this wildcard weekend. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win $280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TPPN this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner, the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Boom. So <clears throat> that is the end of the regular season. Um, we are on to the playoffs. So just a quick update of where throughout the NFL, the playoffs stand. So um, in the AFC, um, Tennessee Titans get the number one seed and a first round bye. Kansas City Chiefs are the two seed, followed by the Bills at three. Cincinnati Bengals are at four with the Raiders at five. Patriots six with the Steelers coming in at seven. In the NFC, we have the Packers, number one seed, 
first round bye with the Bucks as the two, the Cowboys as the three seed, Rams, um, the four seed, Cardinals, five seed, Niners, who had an insane game, ended up clinching a playoff berth. They're in at the six seed with the Philadelphia Eagles as the seven. So matchups for Wild Card Weekend, as mentioned, the Titans and the Packers are on a bye. They get to rest up for another week. Um, Saturday at 1.30 Pacific Standard Time, Raiders at Bengals. Got to go to Cincinnati. We'll be, uh, we'll be touching on that game just a little bit later on this week, um, followed by the Patriots going into town to face the Buffalo Bills. That's your Saturday evening game. Sunday morning gets kicked off with the Philadelphia Eagles going to Tampa Bay. Um, 10 a.m. Niners go to the Cowboys, have to travel to Dallas, 1.30. That's your CBS 1.30 game. That's going to be very interesting. Um, and then the Steelers on Sunday night go to Kansas City, have to play the Chiefs at Arrowhead for the uh, Sunday evening game. Then the NFL, this is a new change um, as long as the exp- or as well as the expanded playoffs, but we have a Monday, a Monday playoff game. So that is the Cardinals um, having to go into Los Angeles to play the Rams as the Rams ended up winning the division outright. Cardinals lost to the Seahawks, which um, allowed the Rams to slip in and get that home game. So that's what the uh, NFL playoff picture is looking like. A lot of, you know, a handful of things changed with the seedings um, on the AFC and NFC on Sunday. So it's going to be exciting. We'll, uh, you know, later on when we preview the, uh, the Bengals, Bengals matchup, we'll actually give our predictions for those matchups as well. So more to come with those specific head to heads, but it's going to be a wild, 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 wild card weekend. A lot of wilds in there. And I just realized this actually um, last night. So I was watching the national title game last night, Georgia ended up beating Alabama. Um, But I, over the last couple of years, I, I was like, man, the, the best weekend in all of football all across the board is wildcard weekend because it's a ton of games over the weekend. And then Monday night is usually the natty, right, with the national championship for college. But this year with the expanded regular season, it pushed the NFL season back one week. Granted, we did have a pretty exciting week 18, but I realized we got deprived a little bit of the of the that crazy weekend of playoff football and the national championship, but before the Raiders weren't in the playoffs. So so now this is the best I've rescinded my previous statement of the best NFL weekend, because that's this weekend um, coming up. So yeah, more to come on those games. We'll give our predictions um, for the rest of the NFL, as well as the uh, preview and prediction for the Raiders wildcard game coming up against Cincinnati. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of exciting things coming up this weekend. And, you know, as we talked about last week when we were looking at things and we said, hey, it would be crazy, right? It would be crazy that the Raiders have a chance to be in a fifth seed, right? The Jaguars had to beat the Colts. There's no way that's going to happen, right? Well, it happened, and we're the fifth seed. So here's a little nugget for all you Raider fans to vote for, okay, going into this weekend. Obviously, the Raiders have to win, right? We're going for a win right off the bat. First game of the weekend, so we're going to know pretty quickly whether anything else matters, right? If the Patriots win, beating the Bills, and the Steelers win, beating the Chiefs, the Raiders will be hosting a home game against the Patriots for the divisional round. What could go wrong for the Raiders playing the Patriots with a quarterback in his first year coming against us? So, you know, not trying to put that juju out there after I put some good juju out there potentially, but here we are. The Raiders are in a position where five weeks ago, 
we didn't know. We didn't think we would really. I mean, we had a chance, obviously, to make the playoffs. We were very grim about that chance. Now the Raiders have a chance that if they get a win in Cincinnati, a couple other things, they could be hosting a playoff game. Quite a turn of events. Yeah, no doubt. Um, never say never. I'll just say it again. Any given Sunday. Any given Sunday, it can happen. But Any given Saturday, Sunday. Even Patriots, any given Patriots Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Monday's the NFC game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, even if, like, let's say the Patriots take down the Bills and the Raiders win, you know, even if the Chiefs don't lose, even if the Chiefs don't win, you know, we would obviously have to play the the Chiefs as the Patriots the lower seed. They play the one seed in the Tennessee Titans. But Patriots could could beat the, the Titans. We could beat the Chiefs. And then we got an AFC championship game. Okay, now, now I'm getting way too ahead of ourselves, but I'm saying it's, again, any given Sunday or Saturday, depending on the schedule or Monday. But yeah, it's crazy. Just thankful to be here, to be perfectly honest. I think my pessimism has been just tamed down a little bit. I'm able to see the good in things. And also, it doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be perfect, but sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. And I don't think it's ever been truer than this season. So Raider Nation, congratulations on a crazy year. We got one more week. Um, one more song. They're playing one more song. Okay. It's last call. And then it's last call again. So who knows when it's going to run out, but we'll find out here Saturday, one thirty, And we'll talk about that coming up later on the week. Just, just proud, just a proud, proud son of Raider nation. Just happy to see this relationship, this marriage get back on track. So that's, that's all I got. Raider nation. Love you guys. See you a little bit later this week and everyone congratulations on, on where we've, how far we've gone and grown throughout this year. Yeah. As always, we appreciate the love. Please share, subscribe, rate, review, give us those five stars on Apple podcasts, go subscribe to our YouTube account, go watch this on YouTube. If you are, all the handles are on the screen. You can go follow us on our social media. If you listen on the podcast, go watch us on YouTube, subscribe. Just think about it. Just think about it. Just go nuzzle up against that subscribe button. Just kind of pat your finger on that notification button. Let you know when we got new videos coming out. So we're on to Cincinnati, fellas. We got to win. We beat the Chargers. We knocked them out. We got into the playoffs. Enjoy it. You've got a few days left to enjoy the bliss. Keep the haters. Get the spoons over your eyes so you can just block out all the haters. And enjoy your time until, you know, afternoon on Saturday because – we got a big game, big game against Cincinnati. We will talk about how we are going to talk ourselves into this win as well uh, later in the week. And we'll see you all for the preview. Peace out.